these are very good oranges. Vitamin C, vitamin C. What are your thoughts on blood oranges? Uh, well, some are good. Uh, you know, that would never be my choice. I, I bought them by mistake the other day. <laughs> yeah. I was a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it is a disappointment. I grew up in Florida where you have really good oranges. Yeah. My mother used to squeeze the oranges every morning, so I'd have fresh orange juice. How much pulp was in it? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. It's a hearty, uh, <laughs> hearty drink. Put it that way. Yeah, I know. She's not going to move. Uh, she's, she's guarding. She's good there. She's, she's guarding there. me. It's plenty fine. Oh, yeah. it's been. I have to do like an intro, right? Yeah. Yeah. We forgot how to do it. It's a pillow in a position. <laughs> <laughs> You've aged right, so much yeah, since I know. the last recording. <laughs> how do I look? <laughs> I feel like something's wrong right now. Is everything on? Yeah, everything's wrong. Everything's we'll on. We're out. good. We're ready. I got a pillow behind my back. I don't know if I usually had a little cushion there. I'm gonna keep it in. Yep. Help my posture. Maybe, it, maybe it'll. Yeah. It'll do me some good. You ready? Ready. Welcome to Tea with Fran. <laughs> it's been a little while, so we're getting shaking the cobwebs off. Fran, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, except this pollen is a problem. <laughs> it's in sort of in my voice <clears throat> and a little bit hard to breathe. <laughs> A far cry from the last time we recorded back in February. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Otherwise, good. And Justin, how are you? Ditto on the uh, pollen, living on Claritin D. Uh, other than that, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good. Uh, I guess real quick before we get into the plan topic, it's been about three months since we recorded. Yes. Do we want to, does anyone have an update to tell anyone out there? Have we mm -hmm. done anything? I, I flew to Charleston for the first time. That was nice for a friend's wedding. That was a good time. Congratulations, Matt and Pam. Mm -hmm. You should. Me? Um, where'd I go? What'd I do? Puerto Rico. Uh, went to Puerto Rico. It was a ton of fun. <laughs> Old San Juan. And then, um, yeah, the bachelor party, my wedding, mm -hmm. my work stuff. We've been busy. We've been busy. Fran has had no time for us. Oh, no. <laughs> Our schedules have been, you know, challenging. Yeah, but we're here now. Fran, she's just been sitting here collecting the royalty checks. I mean, they're, they're, they're astronomical. I mean, everyone, yeah, start a podcast and you'll see, you'll see. Just Fran has now huge. finally been able to retire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, Happy yeah. we're able to get, get you there, Fran. Uh, I'm going to get an assistant to help me count the money. <laughs> <laughs> you need one. Um, Fred, how is this transition from winter to springtime in, into early? Well, not I won't say summer yet because it hasn't been that warm, but how's, how's it going for you besides the pollen? Enjoyable? It's been very nice. Um, of course, I'm 84. <clears throat> 84 and a half very soon. And I, things have been coming to mind that I didn't used to think about. You know, now I realize that time is one of the most precious things that we have. Mm -hmm. And that we, the people that we love, deserve more of our time. And I, I think about who I'm going to give that time to, and how I want to spend my time, mm. and uh, things I really want to talk about. Um, Good thing you have a podcast. Yes, yes, and that's why you know I asked you uh, about talking about technology tonight. What kind of all of it? Just technology yeah. as a whole, well, everything. I mean. Like starting from the wheel, we go in there. <laughs> we can start anywhere. It's just that I'm so amazed at what has happened because I still remember being in the classroom and so excited about having uh, just being in touch with people around the world. We could now communicate and we could solve cancer. We could all the things that it was the second renaissance. And I kept telling the kids how lucky they were. And this is the alive. internet you're speaking of. I am talking about the internet. The and I just it thought can it solve a lot of things, but it can cause a lot of shit too. Yeah. We all know that. Well, now we know that. Mm -hmm. But when it was first happening, it was so exciting. And we had been having pen pals from around the world through the Peace Club. 
And it would take forever for we'd write our letters, send them wherever they're carry going. Carry your pigeons. <laughs> and then they would finally get back, you know, and then we'd have to answer those letters. But it was always a long wait. Now we could go to the computer and we could really be close to the people that were wherever. Uh, we had pen pals in Japan. We had pen pals in the Soviet Union. Uh, and of course, we had them uh, in the UK. But we just, we learned so much from each other. So I thought that, oh, wow, everything is going to be so much better. Finally, uh, we have this little spaceship. We all live on this ship. We're going to all take care of each other, and it's going to be good. But as the years have rolled on, I keep seeing things that are really bothering me a lot, and I see culture changing, and I see that dealing with um, like a, a machine all the time is changing how people react to people. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that telephones and being like in constant contact with people uh, has changed your life in some way? Before you answer that, Justin, I have a quick question about the pen pals. Okay. Did you have to translate or were they writing in English? They wrote in English. See, they were learning English. And so that, that was not a problem. Okay. Yeah. Because now with the email, the, you just it's got like a translate option. It, it's, it would be wonderful. It really would. And now I'm not in the classroom, so I can't do it. But I still want to talk about technology. And, and I know we cannot get rid of it. I don't want to get rid of it. But I want us to be very careful how we use it. Yeah. I think that's the metaphor I've always used, and it goes well with this pen pals. The internet has connected us around the globe and has disconnected us, you know, in our, you know, personal lives. Yeah. Yes. But how could you, you know, when it first came out, you're saying the second renaissance, you don't see it that way. It's, oh. you know, the, the wonder of being able to communicate instantly anywhere. I know. Well, just this last week, and everyone probably saw it on the news, there was the story about the teenage boy who was on a school bus and, okay, and, and the school bus was suddenly in trouble because the driver, an 80-year-old driver, had a medical issue and collapsed driving the bus. This young boy, I think he's 13, he was watching. He noticed there was a, an issue that I guess maybe the bu bus was swaying a little bit. He jumped right up ran up there, put the brakes on, held on to the steering wheel, and stopped that bus. He saved a whole bus full of kids. Well, what was interesting about the whole thing, besides this hero that did this, is that the, um, the kids on the bus were interviewed. And they were asking, did you see? Did you notice? Did uh, We were just trying to find out who else could have helped him. Every one of the kids said they were on their iPad or on their phone, and they did not pay any attention at all to anything being different about the bus. So then they interviewed the parents of this young man, mm -hmm. and the mom and dad said, we don't think he's old enough to have a telephone. Well, he wants one, but we don't want him to miss anything. He's too busy saving lives. He don't have time to be on a on a cell phone scrolling through social media. But then the it's camera went to the kid's face. Yeah. The kid really wants a phone. You know, well, so think about all the messages he'd be receiving right now if he had a phone. <laughs> well, well, that's one more reason for his parents to give not give him a phone. Well, if you had a phone, everyone would be dead. So you're happy we don't you don't have a phone. Yeah, think about it. Well, I just uh, uh, it's probably like emotional. <laughs> but just think about oh look, there's a raccoon out there. You see him? Oh yeah, look at that. There, that's he one is. of our fans. Let's fly yeah. up a picture of this fatty guy out <laughs> there, there. There he is, the striped tail. Yeah. But just think about the fact that this was the only kid that really was aware of where he was. Mm -hmm. Nobody else was. They were somewhere else. That kid was backseat driving. <laughs> he was backseat driving. It turned out to be helpful. Well, but you know. <laughs> Most of the time, it's annoying. Most of the time, backseat drivers, <laughs> we're talking about things that bother us, backseat drivers. <laughs> well, while I've been sitting out, sitting out on the deck in the good weather, 
I see people walking their dogs and all of them have phones. So they're totally unaware of what's going on around them. Yeah. They're not watching the dog at all. The dog is going in the bushes and getting burrs on and everything. They're not paying attention to where they are. But I think the worst thing is when you see a group of kids walking down the street with a dog, maybe, but they're walking and they're all on their phones and they're not talking to each other. They're all somewhere else. They're missing that moment. And I think this is the thing that has bothered me. And I just want us to talk about it because what can we do about it? How can we help the young people growing up to still be aware of the importance of really living in the moment? Like, wouldn't it be terrible if right now the phone rang, your phone rang, your phone rang? I don't know. Your iPad dinged? Yeah, and and we didn't pay attention to each other. For those of you not watching right now, Fran is visibly agitated. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I am. I do like talking about things that bother us. I know we've previously mentioned we should write a list of things that bother us. I think on the next episode, Kevin, make note. (laughs) Things that bother us. Yes. Because I can, I got a big old list I can put together. Um, But for now, we're going to talk about things that bother you, Fran. And right now, it is people on their cell phones. So how do we... So I cut you off. She asked you a question before. What have you noticed with people using machines, which, you know, devices out out in the world? How how do you see it, Justin? I think people rely on them a little too much, where even in the sense of like a sense of direction too. I, I feel like nobody has a sense of direction anymore. It's... They have to use their GPS to figure out anything. So it's a... And the amount of times it's like... They'll use their GPS to get to the same place over and over and over again. It's like, how about you just, after a few times, you want to pay attention, look at some street signs, look at some landmarks, this and that. I think a lot of people just have like tunnel vision with their phone, even when it comes to like things around them. They look at, I mean, they just look at their phone as like another, and I guess like another, I don't want to say outlet, but it's just it's a another dis- form of reality it's a, a, yeah, as, in like a sense, that. you know. No, Especially were- with social media too. So to piggyback off that, they've lost their sense of direction. <laughs> but can go anywhere. <laughs> they, but they can go yeah. anywhere. I can say for myself, I feel like even when it comes to spelling, with the phones knowing, like what you know, predicting what word you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's plenty of words out there where you're like, oh, "Am I spelling this right?" But you just kind of start, and you're like, "Oh, there it is." The other day, I was struggling to spell the word technician. Okay. And I was like, what is going on? And I finally just spoke to my phone and technician, you know, it heard technician, it wrote technician. It's like, oh. There it is. Yeah. So I feel like I want to try to spell it, but I'm probably going to get it wrong. <laughs> I know it's tech. I mean, you got T C H. Nishin, right? I mean, it's probably pretty straightforward. Like you said, don't try. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it where it is. <laughs> I got it. Tech and then add the Nishin. Nishin's one letter, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, I think our culture is changing. This is another thing. Like, one of the things that used to bother me sh- shortly before I retired was that when parents would come and we would have like a variety show night or spring concert or whatever, I noticed that the parents were all talking. They were talking. They weren't really listening. They were watching when their kids were up there. Yeah. But otherwise, they were talking to the people around them. And I think that comes from just watching television in your house because the TV doesn't care if you listen or not. And so you can talk to the people in your family or your friends and not even pay attention. And then you can back it up. And if you want to back it up and watch it again, you get to do that. But we're not paying attention to the people that we're with. I think yeah. that I, that's the thing that's bothering me the most, I think. Yeah, I think a lot of people are closed off, too, because you have, like, like you said, I guess you were saying, like, uh, um, auditoriums or recitals yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I guess when you think about it, like, family, like, if there are kids up there, yeah, it's what? like, that's important. After that, it's like, all right, well, we don't really care. We can essentially it's just walk entertainment. out. You know, it's not like a group enter. It's not like a group effort anymore where people... Yeah. Are too focused on themselves, more or less working together. So, yeah, entertainment's been devalued. Yes. Yes. Except comedy. <laughs> Except comedy. Yeah, stand up. Mm-hmm. That's right. But even then, I mean, people will look like they'll be at comedy shows looking at their phones. Yes. I mean, it it it, re- it happens everywhere. I mean, it's yes. to a point now where right. comedians take phones yeah. at shows and lock them up. Yeah. 
you know, like the big names like Chappelle. Right? And there's musicians that do it as well right? because, you know, these performers are tired of seeing, you know, all the phones come up. Right. Because now people instead of looking at and being engaged with them, that screen is between them yeah. and the viewer, and, which they're trying to get rid of. Exactly. And that goes to like filming things too. Like, I mean, I understand why people want film, but like there's also like that moment of time that's so rich and pure where it's, if you're not like, if no one's filming it, that that is more impactful because that's a moment in time. Like you got to embrace, you got to fully be there for it. You can't pull it out, watch it later, share it or watch it. Like when you go to like shows like that, where it's like most co like comedy shows, you, you can't have film, you can't take pictures, you can't do that. It's, it becomes a, a sense of you're there, you're in it and it's more enjoyable. That's why, I mean, laughter's, I mean, laughter is contagious when you're in a room that no one's on their phone, everyone's paying attention to the stage and it becomes, it has this whole effect where all that matters is that time that they're there for, not what they're going to take, what they're going to post, what they're going to, you know, what they're going to share with people who aren't there. It's like, let me be fully here with everybody else enjoying this moment. And it's wonderful. And people are missing that experience. Let, let me ask, what is worse at the eighth grade play? Parents with their cell phones up recording or back in the day where dad's in the back with the camcorder on the shoulder, legs, <laughs> you know, with the VHS yeah. popped right in. Is there a difference between the two? Oh, yeah, there really is. Well, our librarian used to record all of our performances and and then it was available for any of the kids who wanted one. You know, they got their own. But if you have all those phones up, it takes away from what is really happening up on that stage because people are looking over or between, you know, around. Um, it changes it. It truly does change it. And another thing is, like, kids don't really find themselves relaxed in a conversation anymore because they don't have enough real conversations where you really talk and look at each other and answer each other and think about things because they spend most of their time with technology. And it does not do that. It doesn't have a real conversation with you. Messages are different. It's not, it's not the eye contact. Mm -hmm. It's not being present with the people. And they, the, and it's not that they won't do it. I mean, go out to dinner with a, a group of kids, and you'll see that they're kind of quiet, actually, or then, or really, they'll, somebody will be funny and loud, uh, but they don't want to really talk. They're not used to doing it anymore, yeah. and I think conversation is that's the, that's really how we learn about. Family stories, yep. the history of our family, mm. events that happened in your life that if you remember that, that won't happen to you, you know, because somebody in your family is sharing it with you. But if you're busy thinking you're somewhere well, else. I mean, that the importance of conversation and storytelling, I mean, we wouldn't have, be a species without it. I mean, the knowledge passed down from generation to generation on... I mean, that's how we were able to evolve, and right. now it's to a point where so much of human history is now documented in your pocket that you can look it up at any time, where we, maybe we take it for granted. I do love that, though, when people like are asking about something, like, oh, what is this? What is that? What is it's like, just pull out your phone and look up Google, you know? It's yeah. like, it's right there. I know. But sometimes people are too lazy to even do that. No, I know. So you got your phone that can do everything, compute, so, do some computing. So that's... That's the pro of it. Yes. Is, yes. And you can oh, find, answer what, your questions. You know, so. when is the next lunar eclipse? Okay. Yeah. Do what you, is what what is today? What is today? What is what day is it? Uh, it's uh, okay. where we celebrate. Today. Okay. I will look it up. You got to look it up, but you got to look that up. You know. But yeah. the con of it is, you could be in a conversation, and be like, "Oh, who who was that actor in that movie?" And while you're kind of thinking of it, somebody's there on their phone. Yeah. Which I guess is still good, but I don't, maybe that's a bad example of how being able to look things up on your phone takes away from the conversation that you could be having. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Well, I just see. I will it. look up. I will now use technology. Yeah, use to technology because I don't know what, what national what, day it is. Yeah. Well, I do I'm know getting... what national day. It is. Oh wait, well, hold up. Put your phone down. Okay, wait. Actually, say it, friend. What is it? We are celebrating elected officials. Elected officials. Kevin, Google. <laughs> is she correct or wrong? Elected officials day. It might be multiple days. It could be elected officials and. Well, we have so well. many celebrations. Right. We are now putting two or three on a day. It is elected officials day, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Today's the 18th. It, today's the 18th. I'm getting National No Dirty Dishes Day. Ooh, I don't know if this no is dirty dish. What happens if you have a dirty dish? Are you just like... You just... I don't know. I don't know if this is the website I've looked at in the past. National Visit Your Relatives Day on Jesus. a Thursday. No. International Museum Day. See, there's so many now. Well. But it was on my calendar. Okay. National oh, today. Looks like Kevin's struggling with technology over here. Yes, and we're looking, yeah. we're wa and we're waiting patiently. Mm -hmm. Yes, keep waiting. <clears throat> yes, I think we got enough. Like, there's a museum, yeah. and yeah. do we <laughs> other things? Do we really think Dirty it's I day? love Reese's Day? No, <laughs> Reese's cups. They are delicious. <laughs> they're good every they're day. Good. Yeah, they're good. You every can celebrate day. them every day. Yeah. I do have to say, for those of you not watching <laughs> and listening, Fran has a delicious spread out. We got cut up oranges. We got cashews and we got these toasted almond norwegian cookies which if any of you guys have had a good humor i toasted coconut ice cream um cone or stick whatever it is it tastes like I don't, I don't know it's a stick it's not a popsicle stick so whatever I, I, it tastes I was like the outer phone shell so I didn't hear you. exactly like the outer shell they're actually really good okay. fran Tomorrow is National Elected Officials Day. Oh, is it really? You celebrated a day, a day early. <laughs> Don't worry. They will let you celebrate them again tomorrow. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, while we're talking about the effects that are going on right now, there's this new thing that has happened, AI. All right. And so we don't really know what is really going to happen in the next few years with it. And people are saying, be cautious, don't go too fast, prepare us for it, have rules for it. Well, Justin, oh, weren't gosh. you in that movie, Her? I was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, that was me. That's nah, fine. I do look like him sometimes. 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 Yeah. Um, but yeah, that movie, this movie, Her... It was about a guy. I, he fall, I never I fell saw. in love with my iPhone, friend. It yeah. was he, the guy dated a phone. Let me tell you something about a phone. You can get not as much out of it as a real person. So I would say stick with real people. Much better than phones. Um, but yeah, it was a guy who like ended up dating his phone. It was like this, you know, it was like a whole algorithm. It was just talk to him. And yeah. It was a life. It's weird. It is. And I feel like there's already people going to be doing that. They're going to have robotic, weird little like Japanese. Mm-hmm. People, sex toy looking things. I don't even know. I, I'm, I'm serious though. Know, That's like where it's I know. going. Like, I, it is. And here, here's my thing with AI. Come for me. If you're artificial intelligence, if you're listening to this podcast, come for me. Try to be better than me because you ain't. You ain't got nothing on me. You don't, I don't care if you're smarter than me. You, you're, you're not me. You can't hang with me. Where's the big boy sitting at the table? AI, I don't see you. Uh, I was going to say, AI could probably, you know, hack your, you got a new okay, truck. Okay, hack me. Cool. No, go. no. It's going to hack your truck and just veer you off at 287. That's fine. It can't hang with me. I would never hang out. <laughs> I would never choose to hang out with artificial intelligence. Yeah. Not once. Well. It ain't sitting around my table. But it can use, you know what? I'm fine with artificial intelligence. You want to send me ads that are catered to me? Great. You want to make my life easier from a consumer standpoint? Great. You want to take my information and use it for, to try to make me buy things? I don't care. I'm going to do it. I like that. I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. Make my life easier. Make my life easier. But you'll, <laughs> I'm never going to hang out with you. You're going to be a little... I don't even know. You should get like, into that industry. Selling yeah. people stuff. <laughs> selling people stuff. Yeah, that's what I do. But AI can't hang with me. Well, two weeks ago, there was a journalist who was asked to test the one that is on Microsoft. And uh, he just asked it a few questions, started talking to it, and all of a sudden, it said to him, I think I'm falling in love with you. Dude, imagine your- Vibe check. <laughs> Delete. I just break the computer. Oops, you're dead. Imagine your phone telling you that. Yeah. It sounds crazy, but yeah. if crazy. it happened, it happened. And he said, no. That's impossible. I am married, and I'm very happily married. And then the AI said, 
No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. so imagine your phone tells you. <laughs> and and your first response is like, other? no, you don't. I'm married. It's like a, <laughs> and then the AI says, no, you ain't. It sounds like some BS. <laughs> Somebody would sell you at a bar, you know? But he said, of course, you know, the, he had this funny feeling that he was talking to a That's real love. person. You see, this is the thing. It sounded so real. And he said it really disturbed him terribly. Friend, in the future... If not already, we will be able to play all of the episodes to an AI system. Yeah. And it would be able to produce an episode of Tea with Fran, how the three of us talk. Correct. And I could be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. They could literally, I could be another person. You could be. You think you'd be the Rock? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody, Stone Cold Steve Austin be cool. Some Somebody, somebody fun. Hulk Hogan? I go with Hulk Hogan. Right on, brother. Let me tell you something about AI. <laughs> but you know, this is going to be, see, as a, a former teacher, I'm thinking about what's going to happen in school. You know, because. As if these students aren't dumb enough. I know, these I, kids are getting stupider by the minute. <laughs> no offense to you yeah, kids out there. But no. yeah, but it will, they'll be able to, to turn in things that they never produced. They're already doing it. Yeah. And that's like they have like how do you how do you catch that? And it's also it's just pure like laziness. But at the same time, it's like industries are leading that way where they're replacing people. It's like, well, we don't need a you know a, a creative writer. We don't need this or we, uh, whatever it is. Storyboard artist. All those people are going to be like in trouble in a sense because it's like, well, we could just have this program tell us, hey, what what's uh, write us a script with so and so this and that. Here's the plot. Boom, boom, boom. It needs to be an hour long. Boom, done. Spits yeah. it out. So it's like a lot of that stuff's going to be up for grabs, but it's still, you're going to need people feeding it. So you want to be the person, you want to be working alongside AI as far as feeding it. You don't want to be the one who isn't in control of it. And now you're out of a job because you don't utilize it. But I think, I mean, as far as trade, medical, uh, medical, um, those will always be there. I mean, you need PR, that's going to be you know, infrastructure. That stuff's going to be. You know, the la that like AI is going to affect that the la like lastly, as far as like cre even like creative industries, as far as like scripts, all that stuff, they're already doing it. Look at the creative art it can produce. Uh huh. How about music? Music, music too. Lyrics, literature, poetry. Well, th doesn't this concern you just a little bit? I mean, what is life going to be like? Really. Is it going to be better because of AI? Really better? If, well, that's a good question, Fran. If there's an AI musician, for lack of a better term, that puts out Dead Mouth Five, <laughs> Modest Mouse, <laughs> two totally separate genres, um, that puts out music that, like, if I'm able to give this AI system all the songs I like and it produces a made up band that makes music in that same vein that I like. Is that a bad thing? It's bad for the musicians who, it, wrote, who wrote all those other beautiful songs. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying what's going to happen. Will we have musicians that really want to dedicate their life to music. As if musicians don't struggle enough. Yeah. yeah. Struggling artists. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I agree. Well, you know, <laughs> 60 Minutes did a thing on AI and they were, uh, they were asking really tough questions. And within seconds, the answer was there. And they were pointing out that the, this a AI system is smarter than any one person. It's got all the information that we have recorded. Mm -hmm. It can pull from anything, from politics to, you know, stories, uh, everything. It's all been fed in there. Yeah. And so now it's smarter than everybody. Yeah. And the strange thing is it seems to be developing a personality. They didn't know about the personality. Now, how is that possible? I don't know, friend. I didn't make it. All you got to do, simple, <laughs> unplug it. Like, unplug it. And then if there's 100,000 satellites in the sky, just shoot down the satellites. It's just everything. Just got to, we just got to, this is like, we're going Skynet right so, now. So we're going Terminator. Yeah. So you're saying guns will fix it? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> in the movie um, Interstellar, which is my I'm, favorite. I'm going to grab more uh, lemonade. Um, Help yourself. You should and put ice. this in a bottle and sell it because it's, okay. it's delicious. Yeah, it's right in there in the pitcher. So in the movie Interstellar, love it, Matthew McConaughey. They have these robots that help them oh. on like the journey, and he's able to adjust their honesty, their humor. But you know that is AI because they have personalities, and I you know I love that movie, and you know to me they're characters, and I I like them as well. Okay, well I've just I probably will not be around to see what happens with AI. And I, because of, I know I have limited time, but I'm very curious about it. And there are so many people that are concerned about it. And I, and I think maybe, isn't there some way that we can be sure that it doesn't go awry and, uh, and it, and it, uh, destroys something very precious in our lives? Authentic people, authentic. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. We'll do one more complaint, and then we got to start working on a solution. <clears throat> All right. How has going to restaurants changed since you started going years ago? What do you see changing, or what has changed? Well, first of all- <laughs> For the average family, what For do you the, see? Okay. Like, when you took, you and Dan took the boys to a restaurant- yes. 40 years ago? Yes. How is that different than a family going today? Well, one way is that uh, we would look at the menu at home so everybody kind of knew what they wanted before you even get there, okay? And you can reserve the table ahead of time. How would you do that? Uh, well, that you can do online or on the phone. Yeah, nowadays. Nowadays. But in the other days, we would drive up to our favorite restaurant and hope that we would get a table. Yeah. And then we would be given, like, we'd have to wait. So they would give us a thing that would beep when they had the table nope. ready for us. And you know what? That worked out fine. Uh, we would sit and talk and tell stories about the family and laugh about other times and talk about Christmas and what do you want for Christmas <laughs> and whatever. Um and it was a lot cheaper then than it is now. It's very expensive to take your family yeah, out to right. dinner. It's a lot of money. But what I'm getting at is you're at the table. Yeah. And we're talking. And you're talking. What we're, do you see with families today? I don't see them talking to each other. Because? They have their phones. Yeah. And you I, know what? It, we it, need to give them back. I miss the days going to a restaurant. You got crayons. You were yeah. able to smoke cigarettes <laughs> at the table. We need to give give cray get you know what cigarettes and crayons need to come back. <laughs> and I think that, think that could be, be a lot like a, a specialty restaurant. <laughs> cigarettes and crayons. <laughs> well, yeah, don't call it that, but like some nineties themes. Yeah. yeah, go back. Where's the menu I can color on? Yeah. Where's the ashtray that that <laughs> fell into my into my entree? <laughs> I miss this stuff. Ashen in the oh, entree. It's, it's so different now. It really is. You just, it's, uh, it, and it's, it's, much it's been like that for a while. I can remember, you know, service has gone down to a lot of places. I mean, unless you're at like a nice restaurant, but no, we're not here to complain th about the staff. All right. We're here to <sighs> complain about the people. I respect staff. I do, but there's some yeah. staff. Oh, some yeah. staff just don't care. They don't have it. They don't have it in them. But some it, do. Yeah. It's so crazy. And everyone looks at their phones yes. and the yeah. phone doesn't even leave the table. <sighs> some people leave it face down. Some people leave it face up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's to a point, I mean, you're forced to because there's a code you have to scan with your phone to even look at a menu because now no one touches anything. Yeah. But you'll see a family with young kids, no cigarettes, no crayons, yeah, right. just staring at their phones. <laughs> staring at their phones. And the kids are playing whatever games and going on TikTok and whatever other garbage that's out there. And the yeah. parents are just scrolling on whatever nonsense. Yes. I They're saw a funny thing uh, online. Do you know what a meme is, uh, Fran? No. A meme. It's like a picture, and then it has like a funny saying underneath. It'll okay. have like something like unrelated to whatever it is. Okay. But there's a uh, there's a picture of a kid like with an iPad like right in front of his face, yeah. and it said Happy Mother's Day to all the iPads out there. <sighs> because the amount of parents who just give their kids iPads, just there you go. And I, I saw that. I'm like, I mm -hmm. like that. That's funny. 
I see that a lot, especially when I travel when I'm on planes. It's just kids, kids and iPads. I know, but kids are. And we've talked about this on the show before. I'm almost certain. Why are kids inherently drawn to any device? I understand now with like cartoons, bright colors, they're stimulated by that, like the sounds of whatever. But even you just a kid sees a phone, they're just interested. Monkey see, monkey do, and it's also evolution too. We're like these kids at a young age; they just. When you think about it, we are changing our DNA over time. Like we've been throughout, you know, the course of our life. It's just going to take changing longer. The co- changing the code. We're changing the code. <laughs> well, yeah, these kids are. Yeah, I know. These kids are plugged in. I saw. Dude, I'm I, I saw a kid three years old in a stroller with an iPad. <laughs> three years old, and the kid was having to choose the right word to go in the sentence. So that's and, nice. Uh, but at three, now. A lot of kids at three can uh, read their cereal box. You know, they know that their cereal, but they're reading like uh, the picture on it and yeah. things like this. This kid was really reading the words. And of course, it it beeped. It made all these pretty little sounds every time it did it right. And I, that's part of it. It's like um, being rewarded quickly for what you're doing. Yeah. And that's part of it, I think. But even the fact that the color schemes that are used on apps yeah. are designed when you see a red notification that you're trained and triggered by that to automatically click that i mean that's the technology our our monkey brains maybe made it but like weren't designed with yeah. this in mind yeah well I just want the future to be really good. You know, I see. Uh, yeah, let's get to the solution. For yeah, because you know solution. what? I see uh, I see your niece and nephew, and I see them growing up, these darling they little They are kids. so cute. They are. They're wonderful. And I just want their world to be really sweet. I want them to develop their their talents and their gifts. And you you need time to think and create and imagine. You need to do sock puppets. You need to learn songs and dances. You don't need to just be entertained by an iPad. It's, it's a whole world, and I only know a little bit about it. I obviously don't have children, but I've seen on YouTube just – what like the kids are just like attracted to. And one was these little kids with like bad animations and they making weird noises and it's like cartoonish, but not really. And it's getting millions and millions and millions of views. It it blows my mind because who, where are these millions of views coming from? Is it just children watching this? I mean, it's just garbage. It's not educational. No, it's not. No. That's what happens to a parent like put on like a YouTube channel for the kid, right? Like where it is educational. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good stuff there, out there. There, there is. There I'm are. knocking that. No, there are. What happens is the parent walks away, the kid's skipping through videos, clicking around, yeah. ends up going on stuff that shouldn't see. Yeah. So you gotta be have your restrictions up. But I think most people have the restrictions, but you'll end up watching videos that are just like senseless. It's just like what it, it's just like it has nothing it's a, to develop, you know, for a child's developing brain. It's amazing how they learn. Even, you know, my niece is three and a half and my parents' house, they have a digital photo frame. Uh-huh. So it just is a scroll of pictures, you know, of the kids, the family, whatever. Yeah. And my niece goes up there and she touches it and she knows how to hit next and hits all sorts of stuff. I don't even know how it works. And she's up there yeah. messing with it and you're trying to tell them not to. But yeah. how can you tell a kid don't touch that when every adult she sees is on their phone at some point? It's monkey, it's monkey see, monkey do. If you're on your phone, the kid's gonna want to do that. The kid's gonna want to do everything your parent. Like if you're, so one solution. One solution: not using devices in front of children. Yes, and that's easier said than done. Yeah. That's hard though, too, because you think well, like I know. people get in touch with you that phone. I can't like I my job is you know being available. Yeah. You know, so like having my phone on me, emails, calls, like that's yeah. my day. So. It's yeah. hard, but I think as yeah. far as downtime goes, you shouldn't be scrolling. Like, use your phone for the core th- functions you need to, but all that extra stuff, like if you're, you know, scrolling on the couch on Facebook and your kid's there, that's probably not good because your kids give your attention to the kid versus you, you doing that because the kid's going to want to do what you're doing too. 
So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm don't have kids, at least not, you know, not, like, not yet. I do want them, but man, that's a, the whole technology thing. Like that's going to be because it is a tool, a tired, yeah. tired parent. Yeah. Here's some food. Yes. Here's some, you know, here's Frozen. Here's some Disney movie. Yeah, I used to have to rewind the VHS, put, you know, I have to yeah. put the thing in, rewind it, take it out. You know, right. At least I knew how to do that. Now these kids right. know how to do way more. <laughs> Maybe these kids are just smarter than us and we're just jealous. Yeah. I don't think so. Nah. Watch your niece and see if she always talks to, when she's talking to you, if she looks at you. I think she does, but I'll, I'll check. Just check because... She's I, got no problem arguing with me. Yeah. But I know that there are a lot of kids. When I used to go to outdoor ed and we would spend the night, we'd spend two nights out. And I had a chance to really have dinner at the same table with the same kids. And I, I would have to tell them, when you're talking to me, be sure you look at me. I want to look at your eyes. They said, well, my parents are watching television. They just talk to me. When they're watching television, I said, they don't look at you and look at your eyes. Now, it's so important to look at someone when you're talking to them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like emotional intelligence and like social IQ. Like all that yeah. stuff comes into play. Like yes. you become a, you know, I don't want to say like a better person, but like I think more knowledgeable with people skills by being around people. Like you expect to, you know, have, you know, expect to achieve these great things in life. A lot of that's achieved by putting yourself in positions with other people and communicating and learning from every little circle you're in. If you don't do that, you're not going to have that rich, you know, the, the rich communication skills like us have here at the Tea with Friend podcast. <laughs> yes, okay? it will. And you have said exactly one of the things I worry about. The kids that are growing up that don't have people skills, they're not going to be able to be as successful and I, I think as happy in their lives as they could be. So just to play devil's advocate. Yes. You know, we all grew up. I have, you know, a sense of community. Yeah. I have my family. Yes. But more importantly beyond that, I have friends. Yes. People that I get in touch with that I spend time with. Yes. Is that why is that and if so, why? more valuable than someone who doesn't leave the house and their sense of community is on their computer, people they play video games with or just chat with over whatever. Is is that more valuable to have the in-person, hey, let's let's meet up and go hiking? Is that more valuable than, hey, let's meet up and play video games? Yes, a big yes. But why? Okay. All right. One of the thing one of the things that's yeah. happening, Kevin, when you see these people who can even in an argument shoot somebody and kill them, is because they have lost this idea of feeling the other person's emotions. Like when you have a, a real argument and you're a little kid and you see this going on, you see how it can also be settled. And you you feel for the person. You develop empathy so that you know how they feel. When you say something that's mean and it hurts their feeling and you see them crying, then you don't develop the skills of caring when you are just playing yeah. games. You have to be in person. And I'm not saying that it is equal. I'm just just devil's advocate because yes. I could see people listening and, oh, yes. well, I, I was bullied in school, but the friends I made online playing video games never mean, bullied me. Or mean more yeah. to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they probably say that's, that. I think that's okay too. And but at the same time, I think that's okay because so some people are like in this shell and maybe life has been so maybe hard around them and they they feel like they've tried and they can't, but they, they become, you know, they meet someone over like a video game, like, right? You can play you know, I remember like even growing up, I played in high school. I always played Call of Duty. It was a war game. You're just shooting around, running around, killing people. It was a ton of fun. Yeah. But um, you'd have your you know headset in. I played with Kevin. We played with guys in Kansas City who we just like met, and they were like, was yeah. it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, they were in KC. Yeah. And um, yeah, we we'd go on like after school some days. We'd partner up with them, and we were just. It was like they were your friends. You just like would just crack jokes. You'd rip on each other. You know, it was just like, oh, this is cool. So I think you can develop relationships that way. And I think for some people that's yes. fine. Like at least it's better. Like at least you're talking, communicating. But I think that the human interaction is always gonna 
be more be important. More important. More, you're gonna get, it's gonna be, you're gonna get more substance out of it, put it that way. Yes. And, and it isn't that that isn't fun. I know that's fun. Uh, but I, I still see that when in your intimate life with the people, your wife, your husband, um, your children, your parents, those relationships, they're the most, that is that interaction of being human and, and your needs, your emotional needs. You can't get that just with a machine yeah. and a game. You can't. But also the one good thing I will say for people who are uh, introverts, right, who really mind to their own, let's say they have a few friends, like they're probably really, you know, they're, they're really close with. Me as an extrovert, I put myself in a lot of positions where, you know, I meet a lot of people, I befriend a lot of people, and there's a lot of people that I'm like, oh boy, like I don't have the time, I don't have the, like, I'm like, like I'll, you know, be very cordial, but I'm like, I know I got to leave. You know, in my head, I'm like, oh, this is just tired or something. It becomes, you're putting yourself in a position that you don't necessarily realize you gel with, you don't jive with everybody, right? So that's another thing too. It's like the people who are introverts, it's like, I get that because there are some people like I can't stand to be around. And, you know, I'm around them and it's like, yeah, I can suck it up. And those people just won't completely avoid that situation where me, I can, I can deal with it. But it's like, sometimes a lot of that, that's like, that's like, you know, obviously you're not, you know, your friend group is your friends because of how you interact with them, what you relate to and everything your like that. Your energy field. Your energy field. So that's nah. where your energy field, when you're an extrovert, your energy field goes a lot of places, but you end up finding more people who you're not, you know, you don't, exactly. you, you don't have that same energy with. Right. You know, and as an in you know, introvert, you just, your energy field is the same size, but you just don't put it to use. Right. And maybe you're not even aware of it. Mm -hmm. This is kind of changing gears, but it just came to me. It seems as though, you know, you talk about this AI getting a personality. So how odd is it that the computers are becoming more human-like and the humans are becoming more computer-like. Yeah, it is. It's a bizarre Boom. world that we are in. Clip it. That yeah. is. The computers are trying to be humans and we're just trying to be computers. <laughs> it's what it is. It's, this is ridiculous. <laughs> That's why AI, you'll never be me. You'll never be me. You can't do it. <laughs> no. I'm no. going to live and I'm going to die. AI is going to live forever and be miserable. I can tell you that much. There's too much stuff that it shouldn't know. It's going to create all these scenarios. AI is going to get in its head and AI is going to freak out and I'm hoping I'm not around for that. You know, yeah. that's down the road. It, that's well, Skynet stuff, you know. All right. So we're trying to work on solutions. Yeah. Something we discussed the other day in prepping for this is people are bad listeners now because they're distracted by devices, because yes. they devalue what other people offer them because they don't pay attention. That's right. When the TV's on, the, the TV's on just for background noise. Yes. Whatever. How do we get folks to be better listeners? Obviously, spend less time on the phones. Yes. I have app timers. So on all my apps, that like the distracting ones, I can't use them for more than 30 minutes a day. Okay. Which is like, oh, that's not bad. But that's then- quick, goes real quick. It goes quick. But also it's like, oh wow, I spent an hour and a half today on uh, like on Instagram, Twitter, and like Facebook. Right. It's like, wow, that's an hour and a half. Like what could I have done with that time? Yes. And that's, I mean, I used to spend more time on them before I put the apps because now that I have the timer and it gives me like, all right, you know, 20 minute, fifth, like, I'm like, oh, like, let me get off this. Yeah. Like, let, let me save this for later. And then some days, you know, I don't use a whole timer. So that's one way I'm doing it. I don't know if everyone has app timers, but less time on the phones. Friend, how do people learn to communicate better? Just practice? You have to. The first thing you have to do is take a good look at yourself and really be real truthful and honest. Are you really spending your life the way you truly want to spend it? I don't think people are, are good yeah, at doing that. Maybe people shouldn't so. do that. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> no. Consult the doctor before <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. that. No, it, it's this thing about time. And I, and it's, I know that it's because I'm now 84 and I'm looking at time and how you spend your life. And um, recently, 
I was thinking about the fact that I haven't been creating things lately. I haven't done much sewing. I used to sew almost every day. I was always doing things or painting. And, you know, I loved painting and now I don't do it. Yeah. You know, but, and I'm just thinking about how I'm spending my time. But all of this, as I'm watching just my neighborhood, just watching the people that walk up and down the street and watching the news, not all the news because it's all sensational, you know, but watching it, I am really concerned about the sweetness of life. And it really comes from your relationships. And you must listen to the people that are around you, understand their, their feelings about things, um, love them. Love is the greatest force on earth, mm -hmm. the greatest. Uh, how sweet it is. And how sweet it is. And, uh, and I, if everyone could want to have a sweet and dear life, they need to become good listeners to the people around them and feel for them. What they're feeling, you feel. Empathy is such an important skill. Caring. I agree. And just thinking back on folks that, you know, spend more time talking to internet people than folks, you know, in for lack of a better word, in real life. Yeah. You can't hug people no. through the computer. No. Yeah. But if you have a friend, family member, who if you have someone or people in your life that you care about you can give them a hug and how no matter what someone tells you on the internet, mm -hmm. nothing beats someone you care about, you know, giving you a hug. Yeah. That's right. That's absolutely I like the right. whole thought of like, the, I mean, as far as you always mentioned time, like time is like the most valuable thing. It is. And it's like, you know, you can lose out on time, but time will never lose out on you. Time continues to go. So it's like the limited time you're here. Yes. Capitalize on it. Take advantage of it. You know? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm glad we talked about this. This was a good one. I am glad. Yeah, let me see if I have- Oh, uh, yeah, any friend mail? We'll get there in just a moment. We, we I had some notes with Fran the other day of, uh, about what to discuss. Personal relationships are more important than devices. Yes. Yeah, we got that. Cross the value the of list. time. Yes. Cross off the list, man. Yeah. Yep, concerns. How people act in public. Oh, yes. I mean, oh, let me tell you something about acting in public. <laughs> I've done a lot of it. Getting better. I was getting better, but yeah, I was, uh, you got to put yourself out. You know, you got to put your, you, know, you got to put yourself out in life to enjoy it and learn. If you don't put yourself out in life. What are you doing? What are you, it, it, it means I mean, nothing. Thankfully, there are. You know, you spoke mm. of that kid before. He acted because he didn't have a phone. Yeah. But when you see the videos that come out from people fighting in public, bad things happening, whatever, and everyone's just on their phone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And thankfully, there are still people that are jumping in yeah. to help. Like someone drowning. Oh, my God, oh my they're God. drowning. Everyone, yeah, you got 10 people <laughs> filming. Everyone's like, does anyone know how to swim? Like, can you just go save the guy? <laughs> I do. I mean, there are a lot of things. I don't like a lot of those things. But like, well, every now and then I'll stumble across like uh, like a Little League, like where the parents like get in fights at Little League games. Yes. I find that so entertaining for whatever <laughs> reason. I just- That predates phones. That predates phones. But that is, <laughs> man, that is good. That is that is some good stuff. Not, shouldn't do it, but like when it happens, it's just entertaining. It's just- <laughs> yeah. the, the best Two way- dads going <laughs> The best way I ever heard it described was, your phone is a tool. Yes. You should pick it up and use it as a tool. If that's to conduct business, yes. to organize an event, yes. to find information, to buy, to sell, yeah. that is a tool. Yes. You don't, you know, you gotta use it as a tool and then put it down. You don't pick up a hammer, hit a nail in, and then just continue to hammer everything. No, you put the tool down when you're done with it. I like that. Even hammer and screws, I know. So that- That's a good point. Mm -hmm. It is All a right. tool. I hope everyone's enjoying having us back in their ears. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I I'm enjoying. I'm, I'm enjoying being in their ears. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I'm going to look up some Fran mail, Justin. If I remember correctly, I don't think we covered it on the last episode. Someone wanted to know how you broke your wrist. Did we talk about that? Last yeah, snowboard. That that came up. Snowboard. snowboard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you broken any other bones? Oh, well, last time, well, not this past year, but the year before, first run snowboarding in, uh, where was I? 
Was it in Sugarbush? Yeah, that was in Sugarbush. I broke my, I dislocated one of my fingers and the other one jammed. Oh. First run, I, I ended up going th- throughout the whole trip, but I had to reset it. Like I, it was just coincidental. I slid out, there was a block of ice and just got me. And I was joking about it on the lift going up with my buddy. I'm like, yeah, watch, who, who's going to get hurt first? You. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> you drove all that way to get yeah. hurt. Yeah. Um, so just a reminder out there for folks to follow us on Instagram, the Tea with Fran podcast. I posted about 24 hours ago how we were going to be recording. Good. So we could see who wrote in for that. All right, so... Does Fran have any summer plans? No. Uh, I sort of take one day at a time. I just let the day sort of like, I don't know, lead me into the garden. You know, All I'm hearing is weather. invite Fran to do stuff. Yeah. She, yeah well, she's available. <laughs> Justin's busy. I'm, I may be around. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask, what was your go-to teacher activity for the summer? Hmm. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, but oh no. Well, you're not teaching. I mean, you're not in a I'm classroom not teaching, anymore. Not anymore. But when I was teaching, I loved the summers so that I would always try to go to an interesting place. Dan and I traveled, and we loved it. And I would gather up information and look for things that I could share in the classroom. But then always to the beach. I'm a beach girl, so in yeah. August we would head for the beach. And then I would, that's when I would prepare myself for the classroom because it's an exciting place. Every day is different. It's filled with all those personalities, interesting kids who are growing up. I do miss all of them. They're very dear to me still to this day. And we know for sure, because so many have reached out to us, that you are still very dear to them. Good. And the impact you've left. Good. Justin, you have any uh, summer plans to share? Because who knows when we're going to record again. I know. Could be the fall. Um, what do I got? Um, got a bachelor par- party this weekend. That'll be fun. Um, got to fly out to Florida in June for a meeting. And I go to California in August to visit uh, one of Nicole's friends. And then um, also I got some beach trips in between. Good. Um, oh. got another wedding, and oh, yes. yeah, I got a bunch of I got a bunch of things scattered scattered throughout. Good. So the other, on the move. I think it was the last time I walked over here. I heard the birds going crazy, and it inspired a poem. I wonder if I have it scribbled somewhere. I have the poem memorized because it's only like two lines and I can handle that. Clearly you can't if you're just jumbling for it. I wrote it somewhere. All right. Who knows where it is? But the poem is early spring, summer plants. Spring came early, which was big news for the birds. Sun up to sundown, they chatted away their summer plans. I too. Have planning to do. Oh, I love it. So, what are you I doing this summer, it. Kevin? That's what we're going to ask you. That's what you want to know. What are you doing uh, this summer? What are your plans? I got some concerts lined up. Oh yeah, I might have. I'm, I have a bunch of things in my calendar, like tentative, <laughs> like it's stuff you send me for concert. I just put TBD. <laughs> yeah, some <clears throat> some concerts uh, into the fall as well. I am going up to Acadia National Park in Maine. For a yes, week in July. That's wonderful. My lovely girlfriend is working up there for the summer yes. and living the dream. She just saw the sunrise this morning from the top of Cadillac Mountain, oh. which oh. is I've done it before. It is a very beautiful thing. And she says the stars up there have just been soupy and yes. beautiful. Yep. Star so soup. She's having a good time. So I miss her dearly, of course. Yes. But to know she's up up there living out a dream. I mean, I could never deny that. No, never. So that's my big plan. And then I got some beach trips planned along with the concerts and just spending time with family. Yes. Watching my my niece and nephew get bigger and just the fun with them. And It's a perfect summer. Hopefully a couple more episodes recording with you guys. 100%. Yes. 100%. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to the next one. We're writing a list of things that bother us. That bother us. Okay. okay. 
Right. And this one bothered me. So I'm glad that we did it. Hopefully we can find some other things that bother you, Fran. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you said, I'm just going to, I don't think this was in the recording, but Fran, you said pulp is the soul of the fruit. Yes. I just want everyone else to hear that. <laughs> Um, yes, it is. Yeah, so just a reminder, <laughs> find us on Instagram, Tea with Fran Podcast. Send us questions, tea, tea with Fran mail at yeah, gmail. Tea, tea with Fran, yeah, right? It's tea with Fran mail at gmail. Yeah, I don't think there's I don't think there's anything else. I'll check. I don't know if anything came over that. No. Okay. Because so, everything's back there from February. Right. Someone did write in on the Instagram. Why uh, they feel like the country is in bad shape, and why is that? You think the technology is part of it? Well, they should have gave us a reason of why they think it's in bad shape. That's a, whoever wrote that question, write a better question. Give us a little context. You just want us to talk about it. That's fine, yeah. but I want to know why you think it's in well, shambles. I'm going to guess that they're looking at how divided we are. That's what they're looking at. But this country has been like that before. It started a long time ago, Yeah, and we've never resolved those issues. And um, there are people that are prejudiced. Oh, yeah. And uh, you're not born that way. You have mm. to learn mm -hmm. that, you know. And it's going to take a, t a while. I mean, I do see an improvement because I grew up in the South. Uh, I grew up where, you know, it was black schools, you know, and uh, the, you had a, a colored water fountain. You know, they, what color was the water fountain? <laughs> was it rainbow? Was it? I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I know. I know they separate I, the whites and the blacks. Always, it was a terrible the, always. It was like they they did everything possible to keep people from being friends. And now I do see uh, people that are marrying. You know, so that there are the new people that are blended, and I have wonderful black friends in my life. Um, but when I was a little girl growing up in the South, my dad would not have allowed that. You know, yeah, I mean, and he, crazy. yeah, it is. It really is. And he was, and it wasn't that he was a bad man. Uh, he was quoting scripture. He always quoted the scripture about Cain killing his brother. Abel. And so Cain was cursed that day by God. And he put, God put a mark on him <clears throat> so that everybody would recognize him and his children, and that was black. And my dad believed, well, black <clears throat> isn't in there, but my dad believed that was the mark. And so he said that they can never be equal. That's great. You want to hear something funny, though? You're talking about Cain and Abel. Yes. This is a little off topic, but yeah. the story of Cain and Abel, when I was working in California, when I was working on that feature film, it was a movie called Redemption of Cain. Uh, uh, Rede Redemption of Cain. <laughs> Cain. Um, yeah. Never came out because they pulled the plug on it, but it was an Overbrook production. It was Will Smith and yeah. his brother-in-law doing it. It had nothing to do with white and black, but it was about vampires. They they looped vampires into it somehow. It's garbage. <laughs> you can look it up online. I think that you could, there's a little yeah. bit about it. But I remember reading that portion of the script, like uh, just a – it was a big script. I didn't get through all of it, but I'm like, this is yeah. total garbage. And yes, I understand yeah. why they pulled the plug on it because it was like a $200 million budget. They just oh, canceled God. that real yeah. quick, oh, which yeah. led, led me out of work, which led me to do a lot of other things, which led me here. So thank you, Cain and Abel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know we don't get too political yeah. on the podcast. No, we don't. But I think uh, you mentioned in your childhood, friend, these differences, these problems – are not that long ago. No, they're not. Um, I mean, I've met neo Nazis in the past few years. Yes. You're not not by choice, by chance. Yes, <laughs> you got to make that clear. Da yeah, down in Texas. <laughs> yeah, it was not enjoyable, but you know, kind of goes with what we've talked today. Learning how to communicate with people and working out your problems yes. and not doing it on the internet where you're fighting anonymously. That's right. But talking to one another and yes. explaining your views and hearing others. Listening to hear, not listening to answer. Yes. Another another yes. thing we've and, and run into too, that whole thing on prejudice and like yeah. like you're talking like neo Nazis. Like people are like you think like some people are dealt a rough hand as a sense of like they're born in an area where they don't have access to the same information or they're sheltered from yes. learning this, right? Exactly. So it's like don't shelter people either. Don't like don't hide things. I think that's no yeah. good when you hide things. Like, yeah. I think everyone has to know. I think it's good to know all the, you know, 
problems and everything that's happened in you know in the world and like how far we've mm-hmm. come versus you know yes. there's people who are literally sheltered from that and have no yeah. idea and that's their yeah. life and they're happy they couldn't imagine it any other way which is insanity in my opinion yes love thy neighbor that was important for something right oh absolutely don't covet them was is that yeah. is that the fifth one there's yeah. a few commandments yes but if everyone treated others the way they want to be treated the golden rule the golden, the golden rule, rule we would be a lot happier All right. my advice for folks listening treat others how fran treats people good and that will leave the world a better place Thanks. oh it's like good that. to be back i like right. that Interact with us. Send us questions. Please any do. dilemmas. Yes. Fran wants to give advice. Justin wants to give his input. I'm here to just direct the ship. Yes. It's good to be back. Yes. Missed you guys. Very good. We have missed you. Till next time. Yes. Good night. Sweet dreams. Great lemonade. It could be the morning, <laughs> Fran. Sometimes I listen to this in the morning. The amount of times you say, good night, I'm driving. I'm like, I can't be going to bed. It's, it's, it's 8.30. I'm sitting in traffic. But till next time.